likes it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. I'm lost. I did it again. I did it again. Uh, oh man. That's okay. Let's let's start over now that you're you're following. Um Okay. So in this episode of AI Inspired in 004, we'll be looking at kids' texting prompts and the platforms that were utilized. Alex will get into how he used a plugin on ChatGPT, which is very exciting. These are brand, brand new. And then we're going to talk about the travel that the families are doing and the education. Uh, and then, um, you know, two steps forward, two steps back. Two steps forward, I take two steps. You know that song. You know that song. And then we're going to talk about taking a step back and really looking at where this project came from and the inspiration for just not just the Kids Academy, but to the different things on the roadmap was persona build outs, small businesses, large organizations, different stages, focusing on marginalized communities, rural school districts and school districts in general, um, and utilizing that as a great equalizer. So before we jump into it, Alex, anything you want to add? No, that, that sounds like everything we're covering. It's a good good outline. Let's go. Let's jump in. Let's do it. So this one's not uh, Kids Academy inspired. The kids and uh, the families are going to be traveling for the next couple of weeks. So we'll be doing a couple of weeks of just a series on uh, artificial intelligence in general and kind of the themes that are popping up currently. So let's jump into it. What do you think? Yeah, just to add to that too, while kind of on summer break and doing some traveling, we've set up the the texting, the uh, like prompt text, prompt exercises that are sent by text. So the kids are receiving um, a text exercise and they're, or, I can't talk, an exercise by text and they're working on prompts. So it's just kind of building on their prompt skills and trying out different things and how to interact with ChatGPT. So they'll be doing that. So every day or every couple of days, they receive that uh, that exercise. Yep. And definitely problematic if we're doing a podcast and you can't talk, Alex. Just kidding. True. True. <laughs> so, well, and before we jump into it, and I know that, that we do spend a lot of time working or, or talking about the, the Kids Academy, but the uh, setup that you did was pretty interesting. And so I now that you brought that up, um, let's go ahead and finish that thought because it was interesting how you set that up. You used a plugin directly from ChatGPT, right? Yeah, there's a new plugin right now called Glowing, and you can actually set it up, and it's all done through ChatGPT. So ChatGPT or through the interface will ask you your your cell number. It um, then you get receive a code, and it will set uh, authorize and set up your account. It asks you your name, and then you can use ChatGPT to create prompts or um, whatever you want to do. If you wanted reminders, or you wanted to have like relaxation text that you receive every day, whatever that is. And then you, uh, it'll ask you, when do you want to send it? What time of day? What time zone are you in? And then it automatically sets it up. And then at that time and date, it'll send you the, the text of oh the prompts that you have. It's pretty cool. That's and it amazing. works really well. That's amazing. Disclaimer on all the legal stuff. Make sure you do your due diligence if you actually are going to utilize this yourselves. But we are using it for the kids class. And, and um, you sent those over and the kids prompt today was really fascinating right like um walk through that real quick and then we'll we'll do the two steps forward two steps back yeah the exercise today was just to create a prompt asking chat gpt what its favorite color was which is a really simple prompt really simple idea until you actually do it and then 
ChatGPT doesn't want to cooperate. It just keeps saying, I'm an AI. I don't have feelings. I don't have preferences. <laughs> so it was interesting to, to look back at the, the conversation the kids had to see how they tried to get around it. It was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, good news is at the end, they, they did decide or they did figure out how to get it to respond and give it a color. So that was good. Absolutely. And entertaining. So half the reason that we do this is because we have kids to entertain ourselves, right? Like we're not there just to entertain the kids. They're there to entertain us. And one of the responses that Hito had put in, I love that you you shared this with me. (laughs) Share this with everybody else. What what did he say once he got super frustrated in the the iterations? Now, remember that one, because it was an iterative prompt that they were utilizing. He went through about three or four attempts at trying to get ChatGPT chat GPT to give it a, give him a color. And then I think on the fifth attempt, he was like, bro, just give me a color. <laughs> you can see he's getting frustrated. And by the way, it still responded with the same, I'm an AI, I cannot give you a preference, but he figured <laughs> so, it out. So awesome. So yeah, so the kids, even though they're on summer break, do not get a break from Kids Academy. So they'll they'll continue to work on those prompts um, as we were traveling, and we'll probably utilize our travels to actually do uh, a couple of different things with that as well. But two steps forward, we talked about that, kind of what we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks that will be out. So in the meantime, though, uh, Alex and I will still be working. We'll be putting out these podcasts so that you guys can keep up to date or at least chit chat about what's going on. So let's take two steps back. I mean, I think we jumped into this uh, right away with the podcast about explaining, you know, what we're going to be doing with the kids, but it never really talked or we never really talked about where the idea came from and why we thought it was such a good idea. So uh, take us through that. Walk us through that little journey. Yeah, so we're learning as we go too, and and we're learning that we should have maybe opened up with, you know, what we're all about and why we're doing this. Um, So it just happened. I ended up like everybody hearing about ChatGPT and figured, hey, I can use this in my business and started to use it. And the results were kind of, they were okay. And they were helpful a little bit. And then by chance, I connected with somebody that uh, is in my network and and then got really into it and kind of did a deep dive and started learning a lot about AI personas and how to craft prompts and, and layering of prompts. So doing multiple or doing a series of prompts to get better results. And the the results and the content that I could generate were it just mind blowing. It was so helpful. And I was generating weeks and weeks of content in a matter of an hour. And it was helping with a whole bunch of different subjects. And then uh, Kanji and I were friends and we got together for our regular lunch that we have. And he, Kanji mentioned ChatGPT and we started talking about it. And I mean, you could see both of us were lighting up. We're just really excited about it. It's just an exciting subject and exciting technology. And that led to our kids and, and education and how they're probably not going to learn about this in school. Um, if they do use it, it's going to be in the probably the wrong way and, you know, try to use it for schoolwork or just to joke around. So we decided you know, we should teach our kids how to properly use it. And then they'll be so far ahead of everybody, just like adults. If you learn how to use ChatGPT properly, you are going to be miles ahead of everybody. And if you don't learn it, you're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something that I read this week was that ChatGPT and AI is not going to replace people. You're not going to lose your job because of it. You're going to lose your job because of somebody who knows how to use it well. Mm-hmm. So when we started this journey um, a couple months ago, kind of getting this set up, and 
I mean, that, that was basically the concept is we need to teach our kids how to use this. So they're not left behind and they're ahead of the pack and know how to use it properly. Yeah. So that was the genesis of our AI Academy and Kaya, the kids Academy. And um, then we started using, you know, what I've learned and been teaching Kanji and Kanji knows to create the course. So we're using ChatGPT as an assisted tool to create the, the course and all the lessons and modules and exercises. Um, and that's, that's where we're at now. Yep. Yep. And all of that is a hundred percent true. I think for me on my side, when I was first starting to utilize it, I had one of those brain blossoms, right? Like that really inspired curiosity where I just went down that rabbit hole and it became one of those things where iterative prompting, which we talked about last week, it, it was uh, natural for whatever reason. I just, I liked to continue the conversation and that's where I was like, oh my God, this can really open things up for the kids. So um, I don't think mine was specifically focused in on, you know, I just want to make sure that they've got a job. Mine was more like, how can I utilize this so that they can turn that lens inward? so that they can start doing that self-reflection because it's such a hard thing, right? We've got so many adults that really don't know how to do the self-reflection. And, and, you know, we've, I've been through my journey and that's the only one that I can speak through, but having walked um, across various different obstacles and then coming back to that self-reflection and seeing how you can utilize this as a tool really was where um, I was coming from. And then when you were talking about how you can utilize it and how you use it in the formatting and going so much deeper, it just grew and it grew and it grew. Yeah, and it wasn't, I didn't think it was just for, just to teach them how to use it so they get a job when they get out of school. They're, they're far away from that. But it, like you, it was to, to open up their eyes, uh, open up opportunities that they just by going to school and, and looking at things online would never learn how to properly use AI. So they wouldn't be able to see these opportunities or experience them. So it was a whole, there were many, many reasons to teach them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for school, for self-reflection, for, you know, opportunities. And it just, if they learn how to use it now properly, um, they're just going to be so much further ahead, which led us to, you know what, this, is, this isn't just something we should do for our kids. And that's how it turned into uh, a bigger idea with a lot of different um, projects that we want to do. So we're using our kids as a pilot to get things down, find out what works, what doesn't work and then turn it into a, um, a course that we can offer to children online. And then and Kanji, you can speak about some of the other projects that we have where we wanna do good and, and help people that maybe not have, that wouldn't, might not have the same opportunities, um, learn about AI and ChatGPT and tools like that to maybe help them explore uh, new opportunities and new avenues and ways of making money and ways of solving problems that they may be experiencing. So that's that's the second, the third phase of the, the idea that we have. Totally. And it's not actually too far away that we're expecting them to utilize this for business. We're having them launch the business, right? And this is exciting, not just for them, but for us. This project was one of those things where we get to interact with our kids face-to-face -face an hour, two hours a, a week, just dedicated to learning together, really. Yeah. Because they're they're going through this educational process from one lens and we're going through it from another. And it's, I love it. I absolutely love it. And yes, yeah, so the, the, the start of it and the, the basis of the learning project is the AI and the AI tools. And then things that you know, both of us have, have uh, started companies before. So we thought it's a good opportunity to use AI because AI and tools like ChatGPT put everybody kind of on the same playing field, whether you're 
a kid or you're you're not a professional, you want to get into something or you are a professional, it kind of puts everybody on an equal playing field. So that's kind of the experiment is can the kids, once they learn how to use it, can they use it to find a business idea, um, get advice and launch that idea and then run it and grow it? So, and then part of that is any business that you're running, you need to manage money and investments. So then that's kind of the, the next step. Uh, start the business and then help them with some investment and money management. Yep. I love that you said that too, right? It really is leveling the playing field. This is the great equalizer. So those that have knowledge have power and with access to this knowledge then becomes an equalization of those that have power, both personally as individuals and within their own communities. And so, and then, and they can speak to it from their, their own personal perspective. And so I love that you said that. Yes, because I think that's going to parlay down the road and we'll talk about this probably later um, in, in another podcast, but I do want to lay the seed, right? Like we, we are looking at like the social, social ramifications of the utilization of AI and, and how that becomes accessible to everybody and, and how that enables them period. It enables them. I think that's, that's what we're kind of here to talk yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. So we're going to, we're, we're focusing on the kids Academy. Now we're going to do the persona build out. So those are going to be for different sizes of organizations. Like you said, we're going to build out the personas for small businesses and really focused in on uh, SEO and uh, uh, marketing presence and how you can build that out or even just setting the foundation uh, so that you've got the documentation to be able to launch uh, businesses, right? Yeah, it can help with launching a business. It can help you manage a business, uh, create. I mean, it's really good at creating content, especially with the personas, because it comes very, it the results become very specialized and, and very detailed for your specific business and your target market. So creating whether it's blog posts or web pages or lead magnets or uh, email campaigns, I mean, there's endless things you can do with it for content creation and literally things that would take a week can be done in, in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can, it can really help your business and all the content, the whole purpose of the content is, is to get uh, search engine optimization or SEO so that people find you and, and come into your business. So I'm already seeing huge results with the companies that are using this that weren't doing it before, especially small businesses that didn't have the time. So they mm-hmm. could create the content, um, they were too busy running their business. Now it's much, much easier to create that content and get out more, um, which helps bring people into your business. Yep. And so part of that is make sure you read what you're putting out there, right? Oh, yeah. like, don't trust it. Like, don't trust it completely. This is where the expertise comes in. And to, to your commentary before, when you're saying you still need to have those expertise, people that know chat GPT and AI and how to utilize it. Those are the ones that are going to continue on and flourish. The thing about the expertise, though, that's the other half of the equation, right? Like this is definitely a multivariable equation on the utilization of it. Yeah, definitely. So there are some examples that have come up recently. And and we started teaching the kids early on about the hallucinations or the false information that comes out. So chat GPT and BARD, Google BARD, and like all the AI tools they they just have so much information and they sometimes don't know the tools don't know how to put it together so it'll hallucinate or provide false information but it's really good at incorporating that into whatever it's writing so unless you really are truly reading it even if you know the subject things can slip by if you kind of like just gloss over something or read over it really quickly 
Um, so we, we've been teaching the kids that again, they thought that was hilarious that, you know, technology or chat GPT could hallucinate. They got a, a good kick out of that. And, um, one of the things that happened this week was there was a, a lawyer who wrote a brief or had chat GPT write a brief and didn't read it and submitted it in court. And the case law that was cited was false. It's completely made up. And apparently the judge freaked out, got really upset. And um, I think I read at the end of the article, I didn't read, I didn't read any further into any other articles, but I think the um, that lawyer is going to be sanctioned for, I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but for, you know, not, not providing something that was legally valid, yep. which is crazy. More disclaimers, know what you're doing, read what you're yep. putting out there uh, and just don't utilize it to don't, don't trust it completely because it's there as an assistance. It's there as uh, a muse, if you will. Right. But it's not the expert. It's not going to, to be the expert that, that you need, but it will give you the information to, do things that you couldn't do before by yourself. That seems super, super intimidating. It'll send you in the right direction, but you are the one that needs to validate every step that you take. Yeah, I think like any tool, whether it's a chainsaw or anything that you're using, <laughs> a calculator, you got to use it. You have to be smart. You have to use it correctly. If you don't, you can you know, either get something that's completely false or you can get hurt. So you've got to be Absolutely. careful. Yep. So that being said, so the the build out the small businesses, and then we'll also focus in on larger larger organizations. They are at a different size, different scope, and uh, they're looking at different things to to be able to utilize this for. Um, and we can bring this into the recruiting space, into the HR space. Uh, a lot of different uh, business developments that are relative to those smaller businesses that would be similar to the outputs, uh, the content that, that we're driving, but again, at a different scale and utilizing this with the expertise of experts in the field, um, using, you know, the human side of things, the humanized brain variable. Yeah. Like, so even in large organizations with people that are, you know, professionals that are running departments, the, we feel and, and our, our ideas based off the AI personas that a properly built or trained AI persona can help anybody. And even in, you know, um, it's an HR executive in a department, so it won't replace them. It's not going to run automatically and, and take over, but it will definitely, it can definitely help them do what they do and help the employees of the company. So that's, yeah. that's our, that's one of our other projects that we're working on right now. Yeah, and speaking of helping helping out and it, this being great equalizer, I think one of the things that I was very passionate about and I, that you were very passionate about too is like focusing in on marginalized communities and how can we insert ourselves to assist there to educate um, other folks on this so that they've got those tools, they've got access to the information or at least access to the tools that will give them the information. Yes, and part of that idea came and we know somebody who's working with their uh, their company and they're they're doing a, a kind of a reach out program for schools and it is to go in and teach them so th this this particular school the students get free tuition but they have to work in order to pay or contribute towards the, the tuition and um this person you know I did a thing about how to build out a resume and how to interview and a couple of students came up and they're like I really don't understand this I don't know what I'm going to do it doesn't make any sense and one of them was crying and just saying I I don't get this I I don't know how I'm going to 
work and 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 make money. So as a senior, I mean, it's not an adult, and there's they have a lot more growing to do. But that's where we got the idea that AI and then tools like ChatGPT and AI personas, if they learn, if we could teach them how to use them properly, it opens up a whole world that they don't have access to right now. They don't know about, and even if they do hear about it and try it, they're not going to know how to use it properly, and not they won't get the results that really are game changers that can do so much. So that's where we got the idea that we could go into schools and we could help marginalized communities just open up their eyes to a world of opportunity that they don't have access to right now. Yeah. Yeah. And just like with our children, it's not just about utilizing it properly, but utilizing it responsibly, right? Like what is the responsible way to do this so that it's actually making you a better person, one, and giving you that that self-reflection and giving you that spark of passionate curiosity, uh, in addition to giving you the skill sets to be able to utilize this uh, in any sort of job environment. Yeah, I think it's important. We always, or we keep, we frequently, frequently talk about AI, you know, being used for business and work and companies. It's not just that it can be used for anything. It can be used for nutrition. It can be used for training, you know, personal training or exercise. There's a whole bunch of personal reasons to help you be better, help you overcome difficulties you're having. So, you know, if you have trouble coming up with nutritious meals, you can definitely create, you can ask it now without knowing about personas and it'll give you an answer. But if you create a persona and it knows more about you, you can have, let's say, a chef persona that will give you really amazing food uh, prep guidelines and, and menus that you can use. And you can tell it, I, you know, I want five minute meals and it will help you do that. And you can even give it ingredients. So even if you don't have access to tons of ingredients, you can say, this is what I have. What can I make? And if it knows you and your family and what you want to do, it can give you phenomenal results that you wouldn't normally get. So it can be used for anything, personal development, health reasons, um, tutoring, if you need to be needed uh, to help with education and, and learn about a subject. There's a lot of different reasons, not just business or money-making reasons. Yep. yep. And, and we will get into some of these issues in the next episode, right? We'll be talking about the good and the bad and how it affects uh, education specifically. So we'll hold off on that one. Um, but thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Great. Thank you guys.